This is the Luminous Space Podcast. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may wholly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Father Chad Jarnigan here, Rector of Luminous Anglican. Today we're looking at Matthew 21, 23 through 32. We've been walking through the Gospel of Matthew for a while now. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you a question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. This is the gospel of our Lord. We're looking at yet another moment when the authority of Jesus is questioned by religious leaders of the time. There's a term called Pharisaism that isn't one that we use very often. 
Now, here's a story about what this means. A teacher was teaching her third grade class about mammals in the sea. She mentioned that the whale is a large animal, mammal, living in the sea. Even though it is one of the largest sea creatures, it has a very narrow throat. And so it cannot swallow an entire human being. A student in the class spoke up, but it swallowed Jonah. The teacher said, no, it cannot swallow an adult human being. Because I said, even though it has as a large mammal, it has a very narrow throat, so it can't swallow an entire human. The student persisted. Well, when I go to heaven, I will ask Jonah. What if Jonah is not in heaven? The teacher asked. The student responds, Well, then you ask him. (laughs) That is obviously a value judgment on the teacher. We probably made a value judgment of this student as well. So this gives us the definition of Phariseeism. It means to make a value judgment on someone based on one's own assumed secure position. We are constantly doing this today. We signal our virtues and our values We judge one another doing the signaling and in so doing, signal our own. It's just exhausting. We talked about this at some length at our wellness roundtable last week. This was a space that we held gently to process what we have all been experiencing over the last few months. And thankfully, as we walk through Scripture like the Gospels and the text of Matthew, we see some of our own life playing out in these pages. Jesus is here being judged again by religious leaders, this time on whose authority he speaks. Whose authority is he doing these miracles, these things? He's making the religious leaders incredibly uneasy. And in return, beginning to make the empire uneasy, leaders of the government, he is speaking implications of revolution, countercultural ideology. And this could prompt a revolt against the leadership of the day. So no wonder they're uneasy. No wonder they 
continue to play their parts as Pharisees and experts of religious law and try to question the way of Jesus. Jesus isn't judging their value. He is, however, stating that the belief of these prostitutes and tax collectors was enough to include them into his kingdom ahead of these religious leaders of the day. Ouch. He was never one to suck up to these guys. The hinge here is simple and yet complex for us. It is belief. See, there is judgment and belief. Two different ways of living. To have a bold position on the way of Jesus is to have humility. And in that humility, have belief and awareness that our value is solely in Christ alone. So as we navigate these days, these times, these pandemics, these post-pandemic days, and here in the U.S., as we process what we're all experiencing in a very turbulent and combustible political environment. Not much unlike many other parts of the world. As believers of people of belief, of faith, we find ourselves in a landscape that is unlike the narrative that we are experiencing of the world. Set apartness. May we follow the way of Jesus, even when difficult. May God the Father, by whose glory Christ was raised from the dead, raise you up to walk with him in the newness of his risen life. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. 